You will probably remember, it was back a few years, tinkering with liquor laws in this province, coming up with ways to have happy hour to perhaps sell wine and beer in grocery stores. There was a lot of debate, a lot of feedback. It's been a while since that was taking place, but now one Vancouver City councillor says it's time we relook some of this policy. And Mike Klassen is joining us to talk a little bit more about that. Thanks so much for being with us. Good afternoon, Jill. Good afternoon. So this is something I know it's a provincial law and a provincial jurisdiction, but what role does the City of Vancouver, what role does council play in this? So the City of Vancouver has the ability to regulate whether it allows um, these licenses to uh, Vancouver. So uh, a little bit of the history, back in 2015, the the, uh, provincial government decided that it was going to allow um, the sale of these um, uh, what were, were called BCVQA licenses. They were exclusively for uh, British Columbia wine. And um, a number of um, sort of the grocery store chains ended up uh, purchasing some of these licenses and deciding where they thought they would be best used. And um, several municipalities uh, took them out. I think initially it was South Surrey and Langley. Uh, But now we have over a dozen um, cities around British Columbia, Prince George, Kelowna, uh, Penticton, City North Vancouver. Most recently, um, the city of Coquitlam has a fabulous uh, wine on shelf uh, uh, experience uh, at at a Save on Foods there. So uh, we're talking about um, uh, taking uh, maybe a couple of those licenses and uh, trying them out in the city of Vancouver. So how would that work? So essentially, um, these licenses are uh, just for BC VQA wine, and and so they are um, allow um, a, a big variety of those wines, and there are thousands of SKUs now um, that would be placed right in the store. So when you go in and you want to buy your fruits and vegetables, your staples, the ingredients for an, uh, an evening meal, uh, you can walk right up to the grocery store, uh, gro- grocery store shelf and pick a, a nice uh, a BC red or a BC white or a rosé or maybe a bottle of bubbly to, to, to celebrate. Uh, but it's all going to be there right on the shelf. You're not going to have to go to another store. You're not going to have to go to a second cashier. You can go right into the grocery store and, and, uh, and just buy a bottle of wine with, uh, that you can have with your meal. And so would it would it require a lot to, as far as changing it to make it? Because you're right. And if you go to other places in Metro Vancouver, and I just I thought of one example, there's a, a Save on Foods in Tawasin. They purchased the license of a wine shop on the on the other side, another part of the mall. And, and exactly like you just said, you can purchase it with whatever you're buying at Save on Foods. As long as the cashier is 19, the cashier can ring you through and, and off you go. So would, what would it take then? Or would it is it a, a very big process to make that change? So that's what could happen happen in Vancouver? Well, I'm hoping that it's not going to be. A, uh, we've actually asked for um, staff to come back by the end of May with uh, uh, an update as to how we do this. I think that we could p- potentially have uh, wine on grocery store shelves um, later this year. Obviously, the groceries themselves are going to have to figure out how the space is going to happen. There probably are going to be some staffing um, uh, considerations. Uh, as you mentioned, they have to be, in order to sell at the at the cash register, they have to be 19+. plus. I think they also have to have the serving right certificate, which is uh, not very hard to get, but it's just a, an important requirement to make sure that uh, you know people are uh, who are selling and the people who are buying uh, are uh, allowed to do so. Right. Is this something you hear a lot about, or that people uh, you get the impression people would like to see this changed? 
I think what people have been looking for, and I mean, and I, I really am loath to use the, the, the no fun city moniker, but Vancouver has had a, a long history of um, throwing cold water on just the ability to just, um, uh, you know, uh, allow people to have a little bit more fun. Um, and the, the decision that was made back in 2017 to disallow um, you know, wine on grocery store shelves in you know the province's biggest city, probably its biggest tourist attraction. Um, you know, it it just made us look a little bit smaller, and I think this is just a part of a, an overall uh, trend for our council to to create a more vibrant environment for our city. Of course, you know we're uh, just about to discuss um, the responsible use of alcohol in our, in some of these uh, public plazas that we created. Uh, the park board, of course, is coming forward with some um, uh, new policy to allow responsible use of alcohol in um, on uh, parks and beaches. So I think it's just uh, again, I think it's just a, a way of just and I, you know, I use the phrase sometimes just treating uh, treating people like adults and, and and allowing them to be responsible. This is and remember these are sort of premium wines. They're you know they're not uh, you know bag in a box uh, experience. Uh, you know people who are going to want to just um, drink for their own sake are going to find other ways of doing that. But this is this is a place where you're going to be able to get a, a really nice uh, bottle of wine uh, that will uh, pair with a meal. Because it does seem strange, like you said, that, that this rule is in place in for Vancouver grocery stores where you can go to a farmer's market, uh, the, the Riley Park market, which is a huge market. You can buy craft beer, you can buy Okanagan wine, you can buy vegetables, you can walk around and purchase it and, and then go about your day. The fact that you can do that, but you can't buy a bottle of wine in a grocery store does seem a little strange. Yeah, you put your finger on it. I think we just need to look at the policy with clear eyes and say to ourselves, is this something that um, is, is something that we want? And again, it's about the responsible use of, of, of alcohol, but it, it, it goes a long way to supporting our local economy. Uh, we've got, um, you know, I think a very strong a multi-billion dollar um, uh, wine industry in British Columbia. Uh, wine is grown on Vancouver Island, the Okanagan, as we know, and other parts. And uh, the wines are getting pretty darn good. So um, why uh, go abroad when you can have really great tastes that are local? And uh, the nice thing about these stores is they often put in staff that can answer your questions. So you're asking yourself, you know, what's going to go with my, you know, my salmon dinner tonight? Uh, they'll have a, a few tips on, on what would be a good pairing. And I, I think that just makes it a much better experience. Uh, you mentioned the plazas as well, that the, that's coming back to council for consideration also. And people will likely be familiar with the plazas where you can sit and uh, enjoy an alcoholic beverage if you choose. It looks like, though, there's only one new site, which is, is a, I think it can be an 18th, about a block from a returning site. The, the rest all appear to be returning sites. So was there any appetite to expand that program? I think that there will be. Uh, my, my experience with the plazas themselves is it's important to have a steward, um, you know, whether it's a local restaurant or a local, um, you know, person or group who are willing to make sure that, you know, that the plaza and, you know, city staff can't have eyes on it 24-7. So I think that some of the BIAs have stepped up realizing that they're great gathering places. I mean, I see people sitting in there just chilling out, you know, reading a book or, or just meeting with friends or having a coffee. It's, I think it just gives that additional uh, public space and a, a place for people to enjoy their surroundings. And uh, when the weather is much better, too, it's just a, just a great place uh, to connect with the community. All right. And Councillor, I I just did want to ask you as well. I I know we've been talking about these policies and these are policies that are coming to Council for a vote a bit later on 
in the month. But your thoughts as well on the removal of the tents on East Hastings and kind of how that unfolded? Um, well, I, I know that uh, Mayor Sim uh, was uh, out there talking as well as city staff, uh, uh, Chief Palmer and uh, Chief, the Fire Chief uh, Fry. I think um, uh, I think that the staff there did a lot of work and were very uh, trying to be as respectful as possible uh, in the face of the huge threat that we, we saw that was happening there with, with fires, uh, blockading. And I mean, really, what was going on there could not continue. Um, uh, you know, I'm very supportive of uh, what our uh, city staff and, uh, and the police that supported them did to, to try and make sure that we create a, a safer um, community there. All right. Uh, Councillor Mike Klassen, thank you so much for joining us today. You bet. Thanks, Jill. Bye-bye.